chamber music could make a pun on that. Foresaw Leopold Bloom. Cork sound artist Danny McCarthy has seen this through for Bloomsday this year. Tomorrow, McCarthy is taking over Kirkos Unit 44 in Dublin for a sound installation called Chamber Music 100 Urinations for James Joyce, which features exactly what you imagine it might, plus some chamber pots. The artist has a long-term fascination with James Joyce, creating a range of Joycean projects over the years, involving everything from Ulyssean messages in bottles chucked in the Liffey to a composition created with patinated samples from Joyce's own recordings, as Danny McCarthy explained when Culturefile gave him a tinkle. I've always been quite fascinated with Joyce. My first exhibition back in 1978, I think, was called um, Who Killed James Joyce? I'd come up with the title myself, I thought, but I hadn't realised that Patrick Havner had a poem of the same name at the time, so maybe it was subconscious. That was followed on by a work called 100 Bottles for James Joyce, where I put, and this was 1982, uh, where I put 100 bottles into the River Liffey. Uh, each bottle had a little note in it explaining what it was for the Joyce centenary and uh, asking uh, whoever found them to reply so far. I haven't had one in donkey's years now but this is still going on I mean the bottles are still out there keep hoping like I mean the peace will go on until 100 bottles is returned so it's an ongoing peace Joyce did recordings from Ulysses back in Paris in 1924 I took the sounds of them minus the voice and used them in the Crawford Gallery over the three stairwells in the, the the tourist section of the gallery. An interesting thing happened with that piece because um, uh, I got a letter from uh, Stephen Joyce's solicitor um, complaining that I had used, uh, that he held the copyrights to the archival recordings. But then I replied to him advising him that he didn't hold the the, uh, copyright to the Hiss and Cackle, which I was using rather than Joyce's voice. (laughs) And I didn't hear any more from him. It'll be rather interesting to, for him to try and prove that it's his hiss and cackle that was used. You know? Hiss and cackle, I mean, it's freely available anywhere, like, you know. But, I mean, I did use the rhythm that Joyce was using for his speaking voice and that, but again, uh, Stephen Joyce didn't hold a, a copyright to rhythm either, you know. I like hiss and cackle. For this piece, like I've been collecting uh, chamber pots at car boot sales and antique stores and that kind of thing, you know, because they are ceramic chamber pots that I'm using. In it. This piece refers to, um, and the title kind of refers to the Joyce Book of Poems. Uh, Joyce had a book of poems called Chamber Music, so the top title comes, comes from that, and 100 Urinations comes from the idea of the centenary. And Joyce compares... Um, Molly uh, urinating in the chamber pot to music. It was actually his brother Stephen came up with the, the title Chamber Music, which um, they didn't, which Joyce didn't particularly like at the time, but um, came to like later on in life. And for me, it's um, it's a lovely title and it fits in with the visual aspect of the chamber pot. That's what I'm, I mean, this is both a sound and visual installation. Uh, Joyce was reading his poems from the, from the book, uh, but hadn't been published yet or hadn't even been named yet. And the the, the lady they were visiting, Jenny, um, 
she went behind a, a screen and went to the um, use the chamber pot, and then um, I think it was Gogarty said to, said to him, "Oh, th there's a critic for you, you know, or there's a crit criticism of your poems for you." So when uh, Joyce came and told that story to Stan, his brother, Stan Lewis, uh he thought that was a, a great title for the the book, Chamber Music, you know. And I like the pun between, you know, cha chamber music and chamber music. And all the associations that go with chamber music. There is a unique quality to the sound. I mean, my main practice, as you would be aware, is listening. And I mean, I don't know how many people listen to themselves urinating, but it's a, I listen to everything. And I'm constantly listening, and listening is the core of, core of what I do. So, I mean, it's a bit like I did a piece one time um, using the sound of milk hitting a, an empty bucket or a cow being milked by hand, and the sound hitting an empty bucket. Um, that sound came to me from my childhood when I visited my uncle's farm uh, before milking machines were even thought of. That sound kind of stayed with me. I was four, five, six years of age, and I recreated it for uh, an installation which consisted of speakers in buckets suspended from the ceiling and the sound of a cow being milked uh, emancipating from the buckets and moving around the room. And again with this new piece, the sound would be constantly changing. Every time it visit, one visits it, the sound would be different. You know, I mean, it'll be programmed in that way that it won't be, you know, you can't come in at 10 o'clock and hear the same things you'd hear at 1 o'clock. You know, it'll be constantly and permanently changing. There'll be seven or eight chamber pots on stands spaced around the room and inside needs chamber pot will be a, a speaker and the sound will be fed to the speakers in a totally random manner. So it'll be quite visual as well as uh, audio. But there isn't a live performance element here, I can reassure people maybe. Oh, you can assure, reassure them that there's no live, live, live performance at the moment anyway, you know. I mean, we, all, we always have the... The, the thing that Wolf Fostel said, like when Duchamp um, declared the urinal a work of art, he neglected to to declare the art of using the urinal a work of art also, you know? Danny McCarthy there and Chamber Music 100 Urinations for James Joyce is at Unit 44 Prussia Street, Dublin for Bloomsday only.